sir. I was hoping to get a part in your new movie. Well, you have the games for it, but can you act? <clears throat> it was a long time ago. What? What was that? Wow, you're good, kid. You're hired. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Collywobbles. We're I've back. Never heard of such a thing? Well, it's a great show. It's a fabulous show. <laughs> that podcast of legend. Podcast of legend from years. <laughs> Their computer's been dying for years. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Uh. My name is Katie, and I'll be your host this episode. And as always, I am joined by Kate. Sup, players? And the ever-elusive Frankie. That's me. I'm, that's, that's me. You're so elusive. Francois. This episode, we are going to talk about cursed movies. Ooh. It's spooky. Ooh. We've heard a lot of different stories, random full theories about different films being haunted, so that's where we're getting ourselves into today. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. This is a topic near and dear to my heart, because I love movies and I love curse, though I don't love curses. I love, I freaking love curses. I love a good curse. I'm gonna curse you right now. Curse on you and your family. Hey. I mean, you're collateral at this point. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Well, cool, if you guys, so the movies that we've talked, that we're gonna talk about tonight, I have to ask this question. Have you seen them? Yes. <laughs> Mine is a plethora of films, and I think I've seen two of them. Oh, interesting. Have you seen them, Frankie? The ones that she's talking about are mine. Yours? Yes, I have. I've seen mine. Well, look at us. Who wants to go first? Um, Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a tiger by its toe. Oh my god, Bjorn this week. Wow, Bjorn, Bjorn what are you bringing to the table? Oh, his tail is a wagon. He's so excited. He's pretty good. But I'm about to crush your dreams. Go ahead, Frankie, take us off. Okay, well, my movie that I'm talking about right now is a movie called The Omen. <gasps> Have you guys seen The Omen? I don't recall. I don't know. I think it's one of those movies that I think I haven't seen, but if you showed it to me, then I'd be like, oh, I've seen this. Like, the, the movie starts off with, like, a birthday party, and then a, a maid comes out of the, the top of the building. Well, I know that scene, but I'm not sure if it's just because I've seen it everywhere. And she's like, this is for you, Damien. And she jumps Damien. out and hangs herself. Yes. Yeah. Oh. That was my name. She hangs I'm herself dead. or she just, she jumps off the building? No, she hangs herself. Oh my God. So The Omen was directed by Richard Donner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it came out on June 6th, 1976. Such a good year. 666. Six, six. <gasps> oh, they planned that? Good. They sure six, did. 666. Six, well, so more interesting, the remake they came out with Leif Schreiber came mm-hmm. out June 6th, 2006. So that was a little bit closer Ooh. to 666. Six, six. So, the movie, for those of you who don't know, is about a married couple that raised the apparent Antichrist. Mm. Whoa. And I was like, oh god, Bjorn's choking me. It's time to die. Oh my god, Bjorn. Kate's over here munching on candy. Eating candies and Bjorn just has to have it. I can't have it. It's my Reese's. So, the uh, movie was cursed from the outset. Two months before filming, lead actor Gregory Peck's son committed suicide by shooting himself. Oh. I feel like I'm inside of that Reese's bag right now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that makes for good audio. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, Gregory Peck's son kills himself two months before the filming starts. Oh, yeah, and he still makes the movie? He still makes the movie. Wow, the show must go on. Then, while flying to London, Peck's plane was struck by lightning. Oh, wow. shit. Okay, okay. Want to hear something even how, how 
How often does that happen? Yeah. I don't know. I've never, I've flown quite a few times, but I've never been struck by lightning. Yeah. So, I wonder what it's like. Probably not great. Yeah. Uh, Someone so research that for you, us. You think that's crazy? A few weeks later, executive producer Mace Newfield was on a plane to LA where it was also struck by lightning. Whoa. Wow. Wow. You want to hear something even crazier? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harvey Bernard, who was a producer, was almost struck by lightning himself while filming in Rome. Whoa. Like, not in a plane, just standing mm, just there. Just standing there. Oh. He began carrying a cross on set and was reported to have said, the devil was at work and he didn't want that film made. But I did it anyways. But we did it anyways. But fuck the devil, am I right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Do you think he'd want this movie made? It sounds like it's kind of his thing. It would probably be God doing this. Yeah, if anything. God's just smiting people with lightning bolts. Screw you. Smite, smite. Smote, smitten. Smitten. So he, just, he made he made that one fall in love with somebody. And it was really nice. That was sweet. So but no I, one talks about that kind of stuff because it's not as fun. No. One part of the film has the family driving through a safari reserve, and uh, the car gets like attacked by a bunch of crazy baboons. Mm. The animal handler who helped with that scene to get the baboons in like this fervent state. Oh no. Uh, was mauled and killed by a tiger shortly after filming was wrapped. A rando tiger or one of his own. What do you mean a rando tiger? Like a street tiger. Like, a, you know, just one of those street tigers. Like an alley tiger? Like he was hanging out on the street and a tiger got him. Classic case of the tigers. No, it was he one of his. <laughs> he had the case of the tigers. It was one of his tigers. The tiger grabbed him by the head and killed him instantly. Ooh. Was it because his face was smothered in peanut butter? I don't know if that's a animal handling technique. I don't know enough to say that it wasn't. So. Oh, that's how you got kisses. I don't want to say, I don't want to give false information, so I don't want to confirm or deny mm-hmm. that his face was covered in peanut butter. You're, you're finally making this podcast legit, huh? Yeah, I just, I don't want to give false information. Wow. Know. Special effects artist John Richardson, who helped with the film's most famous scene, I don't know if you guys have seen this, where somebody's standing in an alleyway and a car is coming right at them. The car mm-hmm. is about to crash into them, but stops, but the giant pane of glass that's on the top of the car slides right off and decapitates the Ooh. the character in the movie. I don't think I've seen that. It's pretty hardcore. So, Richard uh, John Richardson, the guy who helped with this scene, was in a car crash when mm-hmm. this happened on Friday the 13th. Ooh. He survived, but his passenger, who was his assistant, Liz Moore, was killed in the crash. Richardson reportedly saw a sign near the accident showing the distance to a Dutch town that read Omen, O-M-M-E-N, 66.6 kilometers. Whoa. Holy guacamole. Liz Can you take Moore a picture? Was, Liz, well, this was like the 70s. I mean. Yeah, but like he could have had a camera. Well, his assistant He's died. A, yeah, okay. But you know how she died? How? She was beheaded Ooh. in this car crash. By the window? To the, to the wall. The <laughs> sweat drops down. And falls. And falls. Dang it. He censored me. Censorship. So, yeah. Falls. So already this is kind of like, these are a lot of coincidences to happen in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty specific. Yeah, a plane true. was also chartered by the film, but was switched at last minute. Mm-hmm. And when the plane took off, shortly after it went down and killed everyone. On oh, the no. Those poor people. Mm-hmm. That's some, like, Final Destination shit. It is. I love those movies. They're okay. I love them. Well, just Death is a Giant Rube Goldberg machine, where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to knock over this broom, and then it's going to fall and turn the gas on. It's fun. It just reminds me of like a good sleepover movie, you know? But like, it could happen, you know? It could. Hey, it could happen. It could happen. I don't, know, I don't know about all that. What else know. happened? Frankie, what else? 
Uh, one of the film's stuntmen, Alf Joint, also went to work on a movie called A Bridge Too Far. He wound up in the hospital after one of his stunts went wrong. In one sequence, he was supposed to uh, just jump from a roof to an airbag. Mm -hmm. uh, but it seemed... And then he fell and abruptly and strangely like just fell off to the side. Uh -huh. When he woke up in the hospital, he claimed he was pushed by something. Whoa. Is he sure he didn't faint because he was afraid of heights? He's a stuntman. No, there's film. There, I guess there is film that exists of him standing there and then just all of a sudden, like jerk, jerking forward, like he got pushed and falling. Oh my off the god! Thing. Damn. Um, the guy who played the lead, um, Damien in mm -hmm. the Omen, the little boy. After he finished the movie, he never filmed anything else. Uh huh. And then during like a get together of all of the cast, like a reunion, mm -hmm. no one could get a hold of him. No one knew where he was. No one could find him. And one of the one of the people in the film said, "I the last time I saw him was nine years ago. He Whoa. was a very handsome young man who was very soft spoken and very well mannered. And I cannot find him at all. No one, no one knows where he went. <gasps> he did wind up like showing up mm -hmm. during uh, the remake. They found him and gave him a bit part in the movie." But the Ooh. sequel, the remake of the movie, has had no problems whatsoever attributed to it. So I have to ask, does this movie sound cursed to you after all those things? Yes. Oh, the first one, definitely. Yeah. It doesn't It doesn't carry over, so. Right. Well, I mean, like. What did they do in the first one that was different than the second? I think it was just the, like, the. The time. The content behind it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then, like, th three, like, two planes got hit by lightning and then another guy almost got hit by lightning. That's pretty intense specifically because i believe in the movie a uh, lightning strikes a a metal pole on top of a church and impales a guy i don't remember if it was lightning hits it or if it just falls itself but either way pretty suspicious pretty, yeah. pretty suspicious yeah it's haunted haunted yeah i wouldn't say haunted i'd say cursed no it's haunted <laughs> this shit haunted man. i refuse to say cursed it's just haunted well, so during these these things, what do you think? Do you think it has to do with like uh, with content? I mean, obviously, this is a very specific thing. Like they're talking about the Antichrist and all that stuff. But like, do you think that's what it has to do, or just something happens? Like maybe it's a person involved. Well, do you think like a kid that played Damien is actually the Antichrist? Yeah. Oh well, no, he's really bad at it. Well, I like, can't find him. Well, that's yeah. That'd be the opposite of what the Antichrist is. Mm -hmm. I, not, not unless they are being low-key. Why would they want to get caught? Well, the Antichrist is supposed to make people think that he is Christ. Mm -hmm. And then he turns out to be like, psych! Well, that's what they're psych. saying. Oh, he's such a polite young man. He's so handsome. He's so nice. I like him a lot. Well, then that would be like <laughs> Brendan Urie from <laughs> from Panic at the Disco, right? People could say the same thing about him. He's Brandon so nice. Urie? Oh, my God. Is he the... Oh, my God. Is he the... Crack the code. I, I can see that. I think what is more likely... Is it was the seventies? They were recycling props, and they were using something that they didn't think about that was haunted. Mm -hmm. And now, because they're on airplanes, they got maybe it was a pocket watch. Maybe it was like a, maybe it was something. Well, okay. the script itself so it was haunted. It, not necessarily content then, because yeah. kid, your movie is not necessarily something that's. That's the content. Yours is definitely the content. Well, what's your movie? Oh, am I going into it? Yeah, I figured that was a nice segue. But you had to bring, I guess if you had to bring go, it up. And now people are I don't like, oh, be that, that wasn't so natural. I know, but I didn't want it to be that professional. I pride myself on my awkward ability to not 
pick up on social cues. Your unprofessionalism. Yes, my unprofessionalism. So what I chose, Kate and Frankie, but Frankie already knows, is the curse of the Superman. Or just Superman. Yeah, I was like, the Superman? I don't know why I said the Superman, but let's roll with it. Well, there is only one Superman. No. There's so many actors. No, 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 no. They just portray Superman. The real, the real Superman. Superman you, you got the idea. Okay, so I have just compiled all of the horrible things that have happened to, first, the people who have played Superman, mm-hmm. and second, the people who have played side characters, producers, writers, mm-hmm. and um, people related to characters. Okay, so... This is in chronological order. The first person, Kirk Allen, uh, he was a Superman from the 1940s serial, and he also played Lois Lane's dad in 1978. What? Yes. How can he be both? He came back. He did. He did the Superman serial, and then he did the the serial, and then the film. So 1940s, he was Superman, Mm -hmm. and then in 1978, he was Lois Lane's father. Right. Kate's 38, not 38 years. Kate's not getting it. I get it. But... He was just an old man. Um, like, people age. Uh, so, Kate, like, <laughs> as we get older, we, uh, like, well, let me take it back because that's a little complicated. Every year we get slightly older. Oh, shit. And that, no. Uh, technically, every year. Every day. Every minute, every second. second, every millisecond. Let's not go this down this rabbit hole. It'll scare me. That mm. next episode. Uh, so 1978, he was also in Superman film. Kate just threw paper at my face. <laughs> uh, he, so I'm going to preface this by saying they start out pretty normal and natural and they get progressively weirder. So he developed Alzheimer's real and sad and he, he died. Uh, next up in line for that played Superman was Bud Collier. Uh, he was the voice of Superman in 1941 and 1943 uh, in the cartoon. Yes. And he was also in The New Adventures of Superman. He, uh, three years after he was in New Adventures of, of Superman in 1966, he died out of nowhere from circulation issues. Oof. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, natural, out. natural out of nowhere stuff. Uh, this so is that's when, two Supermen down. Two Supermen down. The third Superman, Lee Quigley. Lee Quigley. I wish you could say that because this is the baby. (laughs) This is the baby Superman. He played Superman as a baby in in the 1978 film along with Kirk Allen. So we have a tie together. They're in the same movie together. Um, Kirk Allen played the adult Superman? Yeah, he played the adult Superman and Lee Quigley played the baby. Like really baby? Like. Yeah, he was like a little baby. Like an infant? Yeah, like all swaddled. What happened to the baby? Uh, at 14, he died uh, from huffing paints and shit. Oh, oh that's on him. Yeah, then. that's on him. Uh, solvent abuse. Admit, sometimes paint smells good. <laughs> sometimes paint the paint just smells good. It to be huffed. It, it says, huff me. Huff me. Yeah, not necessarily a huff, but a good sniff. A good sniff. <laughs> Moving on before we have to go put her in a rehab. Uh, <laughs> Did anything happen to the adult Superman from that movie? 
Yeah, the adult one was the first one. He's the one that got Alzheimer's. No, no, no. You said Lee Quigley played with somebody else in that movie as Superman. Yeah, that was the first person that died. Oh. So they were in the movie together. They both died around oh, the same time. Shit. Yes. The baby, at 14 he died, and then Kirk Allen was the first one he died. Oh, damn. Moving on to the fourth Superman. George Reeves. Yes. Not related to Christopher Reeve. Yeah, he had a whole movie made about him. He, oh, I didn't know that. Hollywoodland. Hollywoodland? The movie. Is it good? He's played by Ben Affleck. Oh, a recent one. Yeah, go ahead and tell what happens okay. to him. George Reeve uh, was a Superman from the 1951 film. Uh, the Mole Man, Superman and the Mole Man. Mm-hmm. And he was also in Adventures of Superman. On June 16th, 1959, days before he was about to get married, he dies of a gunshot wound. Mm-hmm. And they rule it a suicide. The mm-hmm. weird thing about it is that there were no fingerprints on the gun. How do you shoot yourself? Yeah, that was like during the golden era of Hollywood. Yeah. He definitely was killed by he was the killed. studios. Yeah. He yeah, was... there's a movie there's a movie about it called Hollywood Land and it has uh, Ben Affleck playing him. Yeah, he was like banging MGM Graham. The the the, the he lion? Was ba- <laughs> he was banging the lion. He's banging like the head of MGM Graham's wife. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so he died of a gunshot wound and he is still his death certificate still says suicide even though you you can't kill yourself with a gun and not leave a fingerprint on the gun if you're wearing gloves yeah. but he wasn't wearing gloves yeah you can't take them off you can't shoot yourself and be like one second and take your gloves off but could you imagine could you imagine though oh my god but could you imagine? hollywood magic uh next up is christopher reeve we all know the most famous Superman. The most famous Superman. He he went through Superman a lot. So a lot of people know this, but I'll just share the information in case you don't. Is about. The most famous Superman. Uh, he so he like all the other Supermen had trouble finding work because they were typecasted and everyone just saw them as Superman, and so they never got cast in any other different roles. Uh, May 27, 1995, Reeve was thrown from his horse and was paralyzed from the neck down. Uh, he ended up dying in 2004, and he was actually, the medicine that he was taking to keep him healthy is what killed him. So. Wow. Suspicious. But not, but not really. It's just, uh, just side effects. Yes, side effects. Okay, so those are the Superman. We have five Supermen. That have lived awful, awful lives and died horribly. Because of the curse. Because of the curse. Now continuing, Marlon Brando. He played Jor-El in yes. 1978. So we have another person in that film, 1978. His, so these are the horrible things that have happened to him. His son shot his sister's boyfriend in 1990. Uh, his daughter committed suicide in 1995, and he died within months of Christopher Reeve. Yes. Wow. Like, little, yeah, right? Side by side. Uh, next was Margot Kidder. She played Lois Lane. She, uh, had, she was bipolar. She went missing in 1996 and turned up all disheveled and not knowing where she was, and she later committed suicide in May. Damn, this is... Very depressing. Uh, Continuing on, I just wrote Richard Pryor because I feel like everyone knows 
Richard Pryor's whole spiel. He caught himself on fire once. Mm-hmm. Everybody remember that? Mm-hmm. No, Richard Pryor, famous comedian, was also in uh, Superman. He played a villain that ended up, like, I don't know, reconciling mm-hmm. with Superman. That's mm-hmm. fine. But in real life, he had a lot of addictions and a lot of problems. He decided in a drug-induced state to catch himself on fire. And he uh, ended up getting rescued. And uh, he continued to live on. And and um, what is the word? He did, he did his comedy shows. <coughs> he did his, his stand-up comedy. Thank you. Yes, he was a comedian. He was a comedian. And he continued to do comedy. And then he got a horrible disease and died from that. So. Damn. Yes. Well. Okay. Dana Reeve is up next. Dana Reeve is the wife of Christopher Wee- Reeve. Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve. <laughs> he, oh no, she died of lung cancer at 44, even though she'd never smoked in her life. It'd really be That's like that sometimes. Really sad. It'd be like yeah. that. Um, next up, man, this list is long. I'm down to the last couple. Uh, creators, producers. Uh, so there were two creators that actually wrote the story and they sold it. Um, when they did that, they sold it for only a small amount of money and it mm-hmm. ended up making a ton of money. That's and it. so they spent their whole life suing to get some sort of... Uh, the guys who made Superman. To, that actually made Superman. Right. To compensate for all the, the money that they missed out. They ended up getting it towards the end of their lives and they ended up dying shortly after. Couldn't even enjoy and it. And even then, it, even then, it wasn't a whole lot of money considering how much money the films have made. Uh, the producers of uh, from from the um, studio, they lost all of their money, and one of them died in poverty on the streets, homeless. Yikes! Oh, this is way depressing. It's okay. the curse. It's the curse. All right. The DVD crew for Superman <laughs> Returns. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that's the one with uh, Brandon Ralph, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ralph. 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 Superman Returns. Uh, they had three people on their DVD crew that would create the DVDs and design them and make sure that they're all set and ready to go. One of those men fell downstairs. The second man was mugged and physically assaulted. And the what? third man got smashed into a glass window. Okay, I've got a few questions. Yes, go ahead. So he fell down the stairs. He fell down the stairs. Did he get hurt? I'm assuming. I can't imagine that it felt good. Yeah. Well, no, but like, it, well, was it a bruise or was it like a broken limb? I've fallen downstairs before. We'll just assume. The curse. He probably died. And then did somebody smush the other guy in just into a window? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, one, that one I was thinking too when I was writing it down. I couldn't find any other information on it. But he, got, he like got smacked into a glass window and it broke. I don't know how. I like to think a pillow fight. Like someone just hit him with a pillow and he went. Bam! His face right in the window. I like to think think that the window was so clean that he couldn't see it. He couldn't couldn't tell it was was closed. I had a friend in high school, well, like a person I knew, and he did the same thing and he walked right into the window, it broke, and he had a Harry Potter scar on his face. He got a perfect Harry Potter scar. I had a dog that did that once. He got a Harry Potter scar? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, I'm into it. Onward. Okay, so DVD crew. 
Okay. Oh, the very last person. Allison Mack. Allison Mack played Chloe on Smallville. She, oh, no. She just got convicted oh, of yeah. being the right hand in a sex trafficking cult called Nexum. Yeah. That is bananas. If you want a good side podcast, yeah. uh, there's one called Escaping Nexum. Oh, so good. That's insane. Yes. And the only the only person that has escaped the cursed curse so far is Henry Cavill. The only what, Superman. What about Brandon Ralph? Well, I mean Damn, yeah. I just poked holes in your whole story. You just is poked any ho- of that true? It's all lies. I made it up. I knew it. Brandon Superman Ralph seems to be really nice. He's I, on I the might CW have left- in the Flash show in the Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, maybe he's got stuff and they just don't want to publicize it. He seems like a very sweet man. Maybe he lost his butt. Also, oh my god, did he of, lose his butt? Also, there's the voice of Superman from the, the animated shows. Well, yeah. One of them at least got it, but Henry Cavill, at least from a major motion picture mm-hmm. standpoint. It's Henry Cavill and Brandon. He's from the show, right? Brandon Ralph played Superman and Superman Returns. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, and Kevin Spacey was... Um, well, I'm going to look up Lex if anything Luther. happened to him. Brandon Ralph. Let's do this. Okay, he ready? was in Zack oh. and Mary Make a Porno. <gasps> oh, yeah. He was married to Randy St. John. More like... No, don't do it. <laughs> that's, a little rated, that's a little rated X. For this I podcast. love that movie. It's great. It's great. What about you, Kate? What do you got? I got Poltergeist. Tell us all about it. Tell me about it. So, Poltergeist is a popular horror movie series that was made during the 1980s. The original revolves around the Freeling family. Um, And there's a rumor curse attached to the cast and the crew. There were two deaths of uh, two of the young cast members between the six years from the first movie and then the third movie. So it's a three-part correct yes um so the first is dominique dune who played the eldest daughter in the first film uh she died on november 4th of 1982 at age at age 22 mm-hmm. after being strangled by her former boyfriend john thomas sweeney he was sentenced to six years for vo- uh, voluntary manslaughter and he was paroled after only serving three and a half years can you believe it i cannot believe wouldn't it. that just be straight up murder yeah. Did they get it? Did they get it like pled? Because he he pled guilty, right? I don't know. Oh, because he probably pled it down to voluntary manslaughter. I don't know. That's Maybe. a different kind of podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, I um, I don't know how law works. I don't me know. Either. I don't. Yeah. Um. The other death was Heather or 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 a Ruth a Rourke who played just Car- pick one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she played Carol Ann in all the films. Um. Uh, and she died on February 1st, 1988, at the age of 12, from complications of a uh, bowel obstruction. She was a little girl that said, they're, they're here. here. That's they're sad. Here. Yeah. She died pretty young. Um, I think that's an understatement. Yeah. yeah. She died very young. Super young. All right. Um, <laughs> Some of it's, I didn't want to laugh at that. I was being serious. It's R.I.P. Right. So you said R.I.P. You, you didn't have time phrase. for rest in peace. It's just R.I.P. <laughs> Rip. Rip Adelphia. Um, some other things that happened. Uh, Richard Lawson, who played Ryan in the first film, 
is also believed to be a victim of the curse. Um, he boarded a flight to Cleveland. Um, First and, mistake. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Many uh, passengers, including himself, reported having like an uneasy feeling when they were boarding the plane. Richard uh, actually got bumped up to first class when a flight attendant recognized him. Yeah. yeah, they were like, "So he died in first class." I'm jumping hey, out of the story. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Oh, uh. No 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 no. Oh, so the he lady, got it made in first class. The, the flight attendant was all like, "Yo, fool! I know you from that movie. Um, why don't you come yeah, sit up here smash? with me?" <laughs> so rich people get stuff for free. Yeah. What? Classic. What? When was someone gonna tell me about this? I don't know. So what had happened? Was the plane crashed into a bay after a failed takeoff. Mm-hmm. 51 passengers were trapped in their seats. Oh, no. 27 of those people died, including oh. one of the people who sat in his original room. Uh, oh, shit. But he did not die. So the rich don't die. Wait, so did they drown? Did they crash into the bay? Uh, yeah, they I couldn't escape. They, died, right? they couldn't escape. No. They had to have drowned. How else would they have gone? Just mush, mush it. Mush it? Like they were trapped in their seats. Yeah. So they just got smashed. Maybe. No, I'm pretty. They, they yeah, they, they drowned. Okay. They drowned. They drowned. Maybe, but I don't think I'm being outrageous. Like, he was in first that. class, which is in the front of the plane. So maybe it was a heavy ass and it sank, and the, the nose went up. I've seen Titanic. A heavy yeah. ass. Yeah, the I've ass. Seen Titanic. <laughs> Let me I tell mean, you, sometimes the, the ass can be so heavy, and it's just like there's no getting out. That's true. Um. Another thing that happened was Oliver Robbins, who played Robbie, uh, there was that scene where he's, like, getting attacked by the clown. Mm-hmm. Um, well, apparently... I wish, I wish you guys could see the motions Kate just did. She pretend fighted a, a tiny, tiny clown. So, but what, so tiny. what happened was, uh, Robbie was actually attacked by that clown. Mm-hmm. It was a mechanical clown. Oh, great. And okay, first of all, the worst kind of clown. Mechanical clown? Yeah, robot clown. You mean, yeah, robot a robot clown? Yeah. No, um, thank you, sir. And so he's fighting this clown, right? And everybody's thinking he's just doing a really good job of, of acting. Um, and he's yelling, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. This fucking robot <laughs> clown strangling so me. So they're like, oh my God. This they're like, this kid this is. going to get an Oscar. This kid's so good. Oh my God. Wow. Um, until he started turning blue. Oh no. And then that's when they interviewed Intervened. Uh, the they robot interviewed him. They're like, "Excuse me, uh, young one." <laughs> they could you the t- robot clown and take it back to its yeah. dungeon. <laughs> um, yeah. So he was actually getting strangled by that ro- robot clown. Fuck. Fun, fun. Yeah. It, apparently, it just malfunctioned. Um, <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Heard that before. If I nope. had a nickel every time I heard a robot, no one clown. builds a robot clown without to function properly <laughs> to not strangle people. <laughs> so. The whole curse is uh, said to have been brought on because they used actual skeletal remains in filming the movie. Mm-hmm. During the finale. There's a scene where the mother is in the pool. And oh, her, yeah. And, like, all that. these skeletons popping up. Those are real? And did you know, she wasn't going to do it. She, well, not, okay, so. They push her in? First of all, first of all, she didn't know that those were real skeletons. I don't think a lot of people knew that. A lot of people yeah. didn't know that. But she didn't want to get in the pool because there were so many electronics right around. Oh the my god! Yeah. Oh yeah, there were so many lighting fixtures and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. look cool. So, um, who was the director? Toby um, Hooper was the director. Yeah. So, um, he was like basically, basically, if, if I get in the pool with you, mm. um, and so if something, and, 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 yeah, and if something bad happens, then we'll both fry. And she's all like, "Okay, sounds good. Cool, I love it. Yeah." So, and that is the curse. Yeah, it's a curse. Oh my god! There's more. There's so. a lot. There's a lot more. 
Frankie was asking about uh, Brandon. What was his name? Brandon Ralph. Brandon Ralph. And I can tell you one curse. I haven't seen him in shit. I just told you he's on the CW. He's in Legends yeah. of Tomorrow. Uh, you see, yeah. On the CW, Frankie. It's a popular show. Isn't CW. That one, isn't that the one that the Spider-Man show was on? What? The Spider-Man or Superman? Oh, Superman. No. Superville or whatever it's called. Smallville. Smallville. Superville. That's the one with Alice and Matt. Isn't that on CW? I think it was. I can't say, I know, but I can tell you, I can tell you five hours worth of stuff on Nexum, though. But listen, CW is popular. They got Arrow and they got Flash. It's like. I do enjoy Flash. That's what I'm saying. And he's on Flash. He's on Flash? Yeah, on on occasion. What does he do? He plays a superhero. Right. He plays. He's only partially cursed. Okay. Not the full curse, but the half curse. Well, you never know what goes on in his private life. Oh my god, yeah. If he has privates, curse. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, was that? Was that it? <laughs> that was it. That was the curse of Poltergeist. I remember loving that movie. Which one, Poltergeist? Yeah, as a kid, because oh. I liked the little lady and I liked her voice. She lady. scared me. Yeah, she was scary. Was That's why scary. I liked her. That's not her. Like, the little baby. The little. No, girl. it wasn't the old lady. Was that creepy? No. Yes. I like got all up on that mic for that one. He keeps hitting me with paper. No, no. Oh. Oh my God! What's happening? Sorry, Katie. Why'd you do that? My apologies. Um. Yes. And Henry Cavill is also. Uh, there's talks of him sexually assaulting women. So. Is there talks of that? Yes. I didn't. With his big old peen. <laughs> Everybody knows. They had to they had to take it out of the movie. That was Brandon Ralph. Oh. <laughs> you keep getting people, these supermen confused. I let get me it. just tell They're you. handsome white men. They I was just going to say, wait, wait, let wait, me wait. just tell you all white men like this thing. So one of them had such a giant ween. Brandon, had- Brandon Ralph had to get his wiener drunk <laughs> digitally in the movie because it was just... It was too in the way. Like, you couldn't he's wearing, concentrate. He's wearing, like, the little, the little like, speedos under his You could see suit. all the bits. Nice. Every bit. Why, why did they just put a sock in there or something? No, no that would make it worse. worse. <laughs> no, like even it out. You just want him to have a mound? You just want, you just <laughs> yeah. I mean, would you rather have a mound or like see all the details? I'd rather a CGI it all out. Ken Doll, yo. Oh Ken Doll. All right. <laughs> Frankie, do you have anything else for us? Well, there's Before a bunch we of, go into another half hour on his peen. Well, there's a bunch of other movies that have like the curse. The one I think of is Exorcist. The one you think of? Do you yeah. Have no, isn't the Exorcist curse? I didn't research it because that would make sense. Um, <laughs> but yes, the yeah, the Exorcist was cursed, right? Yes, the Exorcist was cursed, or a lot of people thought that it was. Mm-hmm. So it was based off a real life event, which we've actually talked about yeah. in our Possessions episode. You remember? Go back to the old Possessions episode, check that out. Yeah. So the the movie is based on a book from 1971. By the same name. It was written by William Peter Blatty. William Or Blady. Um, and it was about the uh, the exorcism of a boy na- known as Roland Doe. That was a pseudonym. They didn't use the real name. That story was crazy. It was crazy. So Catholic priests, for those of you who don't remember, you should go back and listen to the episode. It was very good, in my opinion. Uh, Catholic priests went to the Georgetown University Hospital to perform a real-life exorcism, but had to stop when the boy managed to get free of his restraints, pull a bed spring out of the mattress, 
and slash one of the priest's arms. When the See, that just sounds like my work. Yeah, it's freaking intense. <laughs> when he wrote the novel, Roland's family requested the character be changed to a girl in order to protect the boy's identity. And if, for those of you who don't remember, Roland went on to live a normal life and uh, worked at NASA afterwards. You guys remember that? I remember the normal life part. I don't remember the NASA. And good for him. Yeah, he went to work for NASA. So, shooting was delayed after the set caught fire, destroying what was supposed to be the McNeil home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director, William Friedkin, blamed the incident on a winged creature with talons. It seemed that a pigeon <laughs> had found its way into the circuit boxes, which caused the fire. However, the fact that Reagan's room was unharmed by the fire was still very creepy. Mm. Yeah, so that's pretty messed up. During filming, actress Ellen Burstyn, who played Reagan's mother, was actually injured when Reagan throws her to the ground. The take was used in the film, Ooh. and the blood-curdling scream she lets out is completely genuine. The injury still bothers her to this day. Oh, no. She's not the only one that's been hurt by, like, a thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of, you know, actors and actresses that have been, like, messed up. Like in Jaws, the woman who gets yeah. dragged around the water, like, yeah. broke ribs and all kinds of crazy Ugh. stuff from that. Or like when Frankie was in that ninja film and he tore his back. That's how I heard my Yeah, he was, he was doing, I, if I recall, you're jumping from one building to the other building on top of a guy and then you, got, you were supposed to roll. Mm-hmm. And, and I did all that perfectly, but then perfectly. I bent over to tie my shoes. Yeah, and, and then that's when it really went right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's when you were filming with Jackie Chan, Wild yeah. Wild West 4. That was Wild Wild West 4. It was actually... Uh, Paul Blart 3 to death Blart. <laughs> Yay! Paul so, Blart. <laughs> so, the movie took over a year to complete, uh, but The Exorcist had a few deaths during that. Actors Jack McGowan and Vasiliki Malirios. Girl, your name's Vaseline. Vaseline. Don't, well, don't you lie to don't us. Don't speak bad about the dead because they die. Vaseline. During post-production. Well, because she was so slippery. Why are you assuming that's a woman? He was so slippery. I'm actually not sure. Well, but you should assume. What makes her death strange is the characters died in the film as well. Other deaths that occurred during the filming of The Exorcist include Linda Blair's grandfather and Max von Sydow's brother, who died on Max's first day of shooting. Oh no! While filming, the son of Jason Miller, who played father Damian Karras, was nearly killed when a motorcycle hit him. While filming one of the possession scenes, Linda was thrown out of bed. Linda Blair, for those who don't know, played uh-huh. uh, Reagan. I met her. Me and my mom took a picture with her. She's very nice. Yeah, she was super nice. And she has a dog rescue. Sorry, I just she, want to plug that. Well, when she was filming one of the possession scenes, she was thrown out of bed when a piece of rigging broke and caused her to injure her back. After the film's release, Linda received so many death threats that the studio had to hire bodyguards to escort her for the next six months. And then in 1987, actress Mercedes McCambridge, who played the demonic, demonic voice of Pazuzu, was victim of horrific tragedy when her son murdered his wife and children oh, before killing himself. no, that's Oof. a legit, yeah. that is a tragedy right there. So many people believe that the actual film was cursed and that playing it through a projector was an invitation for demonic possession. Televangelist Billy Graham stated, there is a power of evil in the film and the fabric of the film itself. When it was first released, the film was banned in every Middle Eastern country but Lebanon. The re-release was banned there. Go Lebanon. During the Roman premiere, audiences had to fight their way through a torrential downpour accompanied by thunder and lightning in order to get to the theater. Mm-hmm. Many inside claimed to hear a horrific, almost demonic cry coming from outside once the film started rolling. 
At one showing, a woman was so frightened she passed out in the theater and broke her jaw when she fell. She later sued the filmmakers, suggesting that subliminal messages caused the accidents. Warner Brothers settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. Which they means it's pair. true! Yup. Didn't your mom see it when it came out? Mm-hmm. She said the scariest part of the movie was when the phone rings. And the mom's sitting on the bed. Because your mom's a badass. Yeah, but she it was big, it was startling. Yeah. It was like, bang. Like, oh god. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so that's the exorcist's curse. Yay! I love it. That's me it. clapping, not farting. I'm uh, clapping. I loved it. I'm not sure if that's true. It is. I swear it. Mm-hmm. Urine, urine will vouch for me. I don't think that's also true. So, I think we... Do we have anything else? I think that's it, right? Well, that's not 100%. You're There's several secret. movies. What do you have up your sleeve, Rosemary? I have Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. So, Rosemary's Baby, for those who don't know, is about a woman who's living in a giant apartment complex who thinks that she is going crazy and that the the people around her are conspiring against her and her baby, including her husband. And then it turns out at the very end, spoiler alert for a movie that's been out for over 40 years, <laughs> uh, she is being targeted by a cult and the baby is a so, producer William Castle received a letter while making Rosemary's Baby, which read, Bastard, believer in witchcraft, worshiper at the shrine of Satanism. My prediction is you will slowly rot during the long and painful illness which you have brought upon yourself. Shortly after, he collapsed and required immediate surgery. However, the condition was persistent and returned several months. During one admission, Castle was heard to scream, Rosemary, for God's sakes, drop the knife. Uh. The composer of the film's score died in a hospital from a hematoma of the brain in a way that eerily resembled Hutch's death in the film. It's long been rumored that Anton LaVey, the black pope of the Church of Satan, acted as technical advisor in the film, and he played the devil in the scene where Rosemary is raped by the devil. This is not true. In fact, LaVey was friends with Susan Atkins, a member of the Manson family, who was sentenced to death for her role in the murder of Roman Polanski's wife, Sharon Tate. One year later, for those of you who don't know, Sharon Tate was the wife of, as I said, Roman Polanski, who was the director of the movie. You guys want another movie that's cursed? Oh, well, I have one I forgot about. Tell me. So, this one I wanted to tell you guys about because I know you love it so much. Waterworld. I love Waterworld. Waterworld. So, Waterworld was supposedly cursed because... Uh, people got really, really seasick. They got stung by jellyfish. Um, they got oh. everything went wrong with them. <laughs> not even the people watching it. No. <laughs> people just, just reach now, their popcorn and be like, "Oh, there's jellyfish in here." Now that would be impressive. Yeah, that would. Yes. So, um, they were really behind schedule. Uh, Costner nearly drowned at one point. Uh, and Kevin his Costner. yeah. And his stunt double was almost lost at sea. But they were, That's your fear right there. That is my fear. They were the mariner. He could breathe. He had gills. I saw them. But now in real life. In real life. Um, and the curse like constantly went through. They kept trying to rewrite it and redo it. And every time they've tried to remake the film, it just won't happen. Because of different unforeseen issues. It just never ends up happening. But I guess a Joss Whedon's tried to 
do it. They're gonna remake Waterworld. The, the only thing that I know that continues of Waterworld is the fucking show at Universal Studios. Yeah. Yes, which there was a guy for all the Bachelor fans. Um. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys uh, on the Bachelor <laughs> was a uh, stunt guy for the Waterworld. He's show? stunt guy for the Waterworld show, and he's a total <laughs> oh douchebag. Oh, that's not he's, surprising. He's horrible he like yells at a girl and he calls one guy a bitch and and he's just, just hey. trying to bone everybody hey louie you're being a real bitch being a real bitch is that what he said no he called so the guy he's yelling at is his name is grocery store joe because he owns a grocery <laughs> store his name was just gonna be like grocery, grocery store <laughs> his name is joe but he says have fun with your little market bitch Damn. to the girl that chose him so it was pretty crazy. So was he Anyways, runner-up? No, he was just, it was a Bachelor in Paradise when he got real bad. So uh, this is going to be my side podcast ass? where I talk about Bachelor in Paradise. Did he kick his ass? Uh, he actually did get into a fist fight with the guy that is on the groceries, or that has a grocery store. So grocery store gro- Joe kicked his ass? Grocery store Joe was like, fucking bring it, because he's awesome and he's my Favorite person Wait, he ever. He grew up in a grocery store. Well, he, he, he had a grocery store. He no longer has one. Trader Joe's? No, he had his own. He had his own. Oh, I see what you did there. But then his name would just be Trader Joe. Yeah. But they couldn't, they couldn't put that on TV. Otherwise, they'd be like No, he, he had like a little tiny like. Mom and not a, Yeah, like not a bodega, but like a. A market. A market. And he's precious and he's awkward. And this this man that looks like Fabio tried Called to beat him up, bitch. and he's he's from the Waterworld show. And Joe kicked his ass. And they were like, "Let's full go!" And they had fists out. You can't see me, but I'm just flailing my fists right now. They unsheathed their fists. They unsheathed their fists, and the guy like throws his drink on him, and then the a producers got in the way because they also like Grocery Store Joe. Who doesn't? I love Grocery. He's on Dancing with the Stars right now, and I hate Dancing Is with the Stars. Is he dancing great? No, he's really bad. Aww. It's okay. He's, he's grocery store Joe. Yeah. But anyways, this is the Bachelor podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was the Waterworld curse. They've they've tried to remake it at ten times. Never happened. It barely even came out to begin with. It flopped hardcore. Uh, people got stung by jellyfish. Someone almost got lost out by sea. Someone almost drowned. Also, it made no money. It made no money. I, have, I do never have seen it. What? I have a yeah. I have one I have one more to talk about. This one's okay. kind of like synonymous when people think of cursed movies. Mm-hmm. Uh The Crow. Oh, that's so good. This one's so good. So on the Crow's first day of shooting, a crew member had to be hospitalized after his crane ran into a power cable and he suffered burns over ninety mm. percent of his body. Oh yeah. no, he didn't make it. Uh Probably no, I, not. I I think he survived. But. Oh good for a construction driver drove a screwdriver through his own hand. A set sculptor drove his car through the props room and completely destroyed it. And most of the set was destroyed by a storm. But the biggest tragedy, which is sort of like synonymous, as I've said, mm-hmm. I've said that word in this story, famous uh, with just tragedies on set, was the star Brandon Lee, mm-hmm. Bruce Lee's son, was shot dead while shooting the film. A metal tip from a fake bullet had been lodged in the prop gun. That they were using for the scene and lodged in his abdomen and he died. So sad. Shortly after his death, a film was produced by his mother about his father's life titled Dragon, Bruce Lee's story. In a scene at the end, Bruce Lee is fighting a demon, but it loses interest in him and goes after his son instead. The film was released just two months after Brandon's death. 
So the movie was already shot and filmed, was being shot and filmed when that happened. Bruce Lee died in 1973 after shooting a film called Game of Death. In the film, he played an actor who was shot after gangsters replace a fake bullet with a live one. Mm-hmm. In circumstances similar to those of his son's death 20 years later. So sad. It's pretty, pretty messed up. But yeah, so Hollywood curses. They're no joke. They're not jokes. They seem to be pretty real as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Well, that's a huge part of theater is uh, superstition. Yeah. Oh, and if you have, a, I feel like if you have a large group of people that believe in superstition and, 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 uh, yeah, that you're putting an energy out of it. Putting that energy out So, there. curses. They're real. 100%. We've proved it today. No. Coices. Denying it. Did I say coitus? I said yeah. coices. Coices. Okay, like curses. So, I actually have a... You have um, another one? I don't have another one, but I have a first-person story. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Uh, Who's it from? Tamitha. Tamitha? Uh, listener to the show, Tamitha. Yeah. She has a story? She does. Oh my God. So I'm going to read it to you. And we're... So I'm reading it exactly how she sent it to me. Because she sent it to me via... Wait, can I do a theme song for our fan stories now? Can we, like, have a theme song now? Sure. Fan stories, yay! Okay. That's good. That's it. <laughs> or should I... Should, you want to harmonize with me? Yeah. Okay, ready? Wait, so go. you do the part I just did. The fan stories, the yay. fan stories, yay. Okay, here we go. Fan, fan stories, yay. yay. <laughs> I went deep. I went deep. I didn't like it, but let's do it. We'll, we'll work on it. So this is her, this is her, I'm, like, so I'm reading it like directly as she said. So there was, when she and her cousins took a road trip in October 2010. We were in our way through a bunch of states to go to Yellowstone, but we got there too late to find a campground, so we did the next best thing, or so we thought. We stayed at a motel. The thing they don't tell you about motels is unlike hotels, if anything happened in the room, they don't have to close it down. So they stayed at the Dude Round Trip Motel. That doesn't sound great. Yeah, not great. She sent me a picture of it. It doesn't look super great. It was like all fine and dandy, I guess, for the first ten minutes, but then it felt super off. A note from my phone at the time. Room 206. So she wrote this note real time and then she sent it to me. Room 206, dude round up hotel, haunted, going the distance. <laughs> so she sent me a bunch of pictures of the ho- the motel. It looks like a pretty standard motel setup. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up. And the oh, photos okay. she sent me, there are a ton of orbs in these photos. Ooh. We did get a picture with the outline of the spirit on it, but I asked my cousin to look for it on his old hard drive. The room was a standard double queen room. My cousin Ryan, Dom, Annie, and Josh were supposed to be staying in the room, but Dom noped out last minute and went to stay in the room with his parents. So at the end of the, the, end of the day, it was Josh and I, we shared a bed, and Annie and Ryan, who were siblings, shared the other bed. So before we all got settled in for the night, we all got snacks, except for Ryan, who decided he wanted to just hang out in the room. But when we left, Ryan said the bathroom door was swinging open and shut, but he thought it was a faulty hinge or something and didn't tell us about it until the next day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Josh and I, aka the super sensitive to spirits pair, shared a bed. Josh has always been able to see spirits, and I have always been able to feel, see, talk to them. Which, by the way, sucks ass growing up. Which mm-hmm. I can attest to. Anyway, we walked in after the snack run. Something was off. And now, it's late at night, there were no other rooms open, and the adults already went to bed. So since Josh and I felt super off, we decided to do what we thought was the same thing. We moved the beds together so there were no gaps between us and to take down all the mirrors. That's smart. 
There was a superstition in Laotian Thai folklore that talks about how you can see a spirit if you look behind you through a mirror between your legs. But anyway, Josh and I set up the rooms. We felt safer. But here's the kicker. We didn't have a bathroom. Didn't have a bathroom? Yeah. Because one of the spirits, the angry one, he was in the, in the bathroom. <sighs> so now it hit about 11.30 p.m. And we're like, okay, I guess we are set. We have the cooler snacks and had a whole bunch of Red Bulls. You best believe we weren't sleeping that night. It started slowly. Light knocks. Flickering lights. Then we realized it wasn't one spirit. There were two. The angry one was a man. He was tall and lanky and really long, thin fingers and a mustache and glasses on. The other one, she was a little girl. I would say around seven. The only way I could describe her was she looked how Alice looks from Alice in Wonderland. The room was divided. Where the man stood, you felt a chill or you felt anger. Where the little girl stood, it was warm and welcoming. And then it started. Midnight. Little girl kept trying to get our attention. Light sparks, trying to get us to do something, to find something. She played with my hair all night. I didn't notice until the next morning. Damn, Bjorn. Yeah, got an itch. <laughs> I didn't notice until the morning, but my cousin saw a braid on the back of my head. A braid? Yeah. <gasps> the man was getting angrier. The man was getting angrier as the little girl was trying to communicate with us. She kept coming over and pointing to the mirror on the wall that was flipped backwards so you couldn't see the paper backing. There was a bulge on the back, like there was something stuck in it. Oh my god, money. He got so mad when we noticed it, he pulled Annie's leg under the cover, which was one of the people that she was saying. She yelled at Ryan to stop kicking her, but Ryan was laying in a way that which his legs couldn't kick her. That's when it started. The anger was looming over us. The bathroom door started to open and close and open and close and open and slam. The shower turned on and off and on and off. And like, honestly, we were like three Red Bulls in each. Someone was eventually going to need to pee. <laughs> so we tried to distract ourselves. We tried to stay up until the sun rose. After that, it was quiet until 3 a.m. That's when the little girl started pulling Josh towards the mirror. But every time Josh would get close to the mirror, the man would bang against the walls, literally making Josh run back to the bed and hide under the covers. So we did what we could and tried to stay safe. Now Josh needed to pee, so he grabbed an empty Gatorade, <laughs> like one of the large ones, ran to the bathroom, closed the door. He was like, hell to the no, and stood by the armoire, filled that bottle up to the top, then he threw the bottle cap on into the sink and got back into bed. The man got mad and st- started to pound on the walls and shake the bed. Annie got a Bible and started to pray, and her brother Ryan got out his Buddhist necklace and started to pray in Sanskrit. We tried going to the door to get out, but you couldn't pull it open no matter how hard you tried. Oh, Dad. So the time, so time moves forward and we try to ignore it. The sun is finally coming out, and Josh Dean lines it to the curtains. Like, sunlight will help. It didn't. So when the sun finally reached the horizon, Josh manned up and tried to go to the mirror to grab whatever was stuck behind it. But as soon as he did, he grabbed the doll that was hidden there. Oh. The man ran across the room. You could literally hear him running across the floorboards <laughs> and tackle Josh. Josh was like, fuck this, and he opened the door. As soon as we were going to get out, the bathroom door swings open with a loud bang and ran to the parents' room. They were shaking and crying. They had the room next to ours. When we asked if we heard anything from our room, they said, nope. What? But anyway, the little girl was able to tell us what happened. She was kidnapped by her uncle. He was a creepy guy. He wanted her all to himself. And since he couldn't, he murdered her. <gasps> Was some sort of Who told them this? This is a little girl. This, this is what Tamitha is oh, telling. Okay. She said that she's been this. able to speak to yeah. us since she was a kid. She said it was some sort of poison or acid. We know it was stained. The girl was where the girl stood, where the table was hiding it. After that, the uncle committed suicide in the bathroom. When we got out of Yellowstone, we called about the room, 206. The lady that answered the phone was very vague. We asked if anything had ever happened in that room. She awkwardly laughed and said no, but you could definitely hear it was a lie. So anyway, I ain't going back to, Man- to Montana anytime soon. 
That's a good story. Yeah. That's so creepy. That's so creepy. So what they do with the doll? I think they just left it there. Yeah, you don't take a doll like that. That's hidden you, behind yeah. a mirror in the paper. I do love that it was hidden, though. Like, that just brings me a certain amount of joy. Just, like, finding something in the back of a mirror. <gasps> Good story. That was Tamara? Tamitha. Tamitha. Oh, oh, Tamitha. Sorry. You said that literally when he said he had a story for Tamitha. Tamitha. <laughs> Tamitha, yay! I knew it was Tamitha. Yes. Tamitha was a great story. I apologize. That was a great story. Please forgive that's me. Spooky. I think that's it, guys. I think that's it for the I think episode. we've done the episode. Yeah. So, cursed movies. Real? Fact? Fiction? Oh, yeah. This fact. is cursed. Fact. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening and yeah. uh, liking our posts and sharing us. And you thank can follow us on Facebook and our Instagram. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Hit my mic. Uh, thank you for everyone that um, is listening to us, even with our little break. Um, and if you want to email us your story so it can be in the episode, we are at collywobbles at gmail.com. Collywobblespodcast at yep. gmail.com. And anything else? Our Instagram. We have our Instagram, Facebook. Listen to us where you listen to your podcasts. And remember, just because we're laughing doesn't mean we're not scared. Bye. 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 What are you gonna do, Tiny Tina? <laughs> <laughs>